honestly, the last episode was great. <laughs> yeah, no, I think so, too. Let's do it. All right, everybody. Welcome to Podcast of the Planet of the Apes. Today's episode is... Episode 13, Project X. Music fades. Hey, Joe. Yo, Andrew. How are you? You know what? I'm really good. Nice. I'm glad to hear that. Yeah, I'm really good. You're really good. You sound good. Thank you. How are you? Huh. Uh, Shitty. Oh, you don't sound shitty. Well, I appreciate that. Yeah, you look good. You can't see me right now. You asshole. It's all just words coming from your mouth. Sometimes. No meaning. Yeah. Well, that said, uh, I'm having a great week, and I hope you are as well. Um, Fantastic week. (laughs) So, uh, yeah, we're jumping into a movie this week called Project X. But before we do that, uh, Joe, what's new with you? What's going on? Oh, don't you want to know what's new with me? Oh, yeah. Is it a big? Is it a big monolith of something ginormous in your home entertainment center? Is that what's new with you? Uh, yeah, (laughs) um, yeah, we've uh, we've gotten, and I'm referring to myself in the royal we. We've gotten ourselves a PlayStation Five digital edition. Oh, you did the digital. I went digital. Yeah, I went digital. Um, I, I wanted to save a little bit of money on it. I know it's only like a hundred bucks, but a hundred bucks. And the environment. Yeah, you know what? The environment and also GameStop is is a company that is hard to support nowadays. Um, so I'm gonna just do digital and you know buy stuff uh, at full price. <laughs> <laughs> well, honestly, like the the Nintendo eShop does hundreds of sales every week. I'm assuming PlayStation will do that as well. Plus, they have PlayStation never. Plus. Oh, really? <laughs> no, they, no, they do. They do actually offer a lot of sales every week. I, I, I've okay. actually picked up a good amount of things. And honestly, like if you're a Plus subscriber, I like I right. have yeah. 20 additional games that automatically came with the system from PS4 era that That's can all awesome. be played on. I'm like, I have 20 games on here. And th- that being said, they some of them are a little older, like some stuff that I have played already, but. Mm-hmm. Like they're just there digitally. I own them as long as I keep a subscription for a year going like yearly subscription going. Yeah, you're good. Get to play them, which is pretty yeah, cool. I, that's what I, I I mean. You also have it as well, but I have uh, Xbox uh, games, X, X games, games, X, X, games. X cloud. Uh, what is no, it called? No. Game pass. G- game pass. I have game pass. There uh, you go. Yeah, I like it. I mostly just use it to play Banjo-Kazooie, but I really like having Game Pass, so it, it's kind of the same thing. Um, that's awesome. That's great. Yeah, I, I eventually want to get uh, the new Xbox mostly just to play the new Tetris. Uh, but, you know, my priorities, so... Uh, yeah, I don't know. That's about, where I'm at. I don't, I don't know about the uh, you know four hundred or however much was it three hundred dollar price tag for Tetris. That's a little high. I, I, have you ever played Tetris? I have played Tetris, but uh, it's well worth the admission for me. <laughs> good lord, <laughs> my friend! <laughs> I think I'm like a hundred hours into Tetris 99 on the Switch. That's insane. 
dude it's fun i live tetris uh so that's where i'm at um that's exciting though uh how's the the uh are there any uh ape games coming out ape games yeah like an ape escape no ape escape there's no ape escape on this yet what do we do a whole episode about ape escape by the way i agree i mean that's part of ape games right i mean yeah i mean obviously we have we gotta do an ape game yeah Yeah. i mean we have to do the planet of the apes games anyway but yes we should do one about ape escape as well donkey kong yeah yo dude donkey kong all day all day donkey kong never stops on the donkey kong train well, yeah, except for uh, when I put on the animated series at four in the morning and you're upset. That did upset me. <laughs> Were we watching it in Spanish? That also happened. <laughs> yeah. OK, cool. Um, so, yeah, uh, nothing really big on, on my end. Uh, just watching a lot of Pluto, uh, weird stuff like that. She's all that was on last night. Classic. Um classic uh so yeah that's, that's about it on on my end yeah well, i'm but, glad uh, to hear that you're doing well and uh you uh, how's a uh, how's uh, astro's playroom dude you would love astro's playroom yeah i feel like that's the one thing that's kind of got me sold on the on the ps5 and the, that. Con- the controller itself <laughs> is, is free game <laughs> <laughs> but you know what though like i started it thinking like oh you know i'm gonna beat this in like yeah i am still playing it and have yet to finish the whole entirety of this That's thing. That's awesome. Yeah. No, it, it looks like a lot of fun. And um, it, like, it really takes advantage of the controller, which is awesome. That controller. Yeah. Controller. It's mostly just like a tech demo to show you how cool the controller is. Um, yeah. And how good the, cool. the yeah. graphic fidelity is and all that stuff. And it's, it's awesome. totally neat when it comes to things like that. Hmm. Yeah. But also, I need, something, you, I need something better than my tube TV, and then we'll <laughs> we'll get there. You have a flat. Screen. I know it's <laughs> not a tube TV with well, like lines mentioned... burned into it. <laughs> I do remember that. Yeah. Um, you mentioned Pluto TV is yeah, yeah, yeah. watching, and we always talk about Pluto. We talk about Tubi, but this is the first right. time that Pluto has come up actually. In our... Oh, really? Yeah, I watch Pluto all the time. It's a free streaming. Uh, I think Viacom owns it, so they get a ton of like old MTV shows on there now. Yeah, they have a whole uh, Nickelodeon section on there. Yeah, um, so I was watching Real World. Uh, I love watching some Next, uh, <laughs> some Parental Control, um, and some bad. other terrible dating games from the early 2000s. Uh, oh, Teen Cribs, classic. Can't go wrong. With I don't even know what Teen Cribs is. It's cribs, but for rich kids. So it's really fun to yell at them, but it's also really fun to watch like rich kids from like 2008, like show off their really cruddy, like technology from 2008 now. Mm. That was like cutting edge then. And you're like, oh, you guys spent way too much money on all this stuff. Um, <laughs> so that, that's pretty fun. Um, but yeah, I, I think, you know, speaking of uh, X and, and, and uh and projects okay we watched a movie this week yeah (laughs) okay so we watched a movie that i think for the okay i was bored throughout most of it but also like my blood pressure was through the roof throughout throughout almost all of it as well (laughs) Like I was bored, but also like on the edge of my seat. See, uh, this man, was the I, most I uncomfortable have... film. 
That was the reaction I didn't have. I didn't have a reaction of my blood boiling. And it was more like blood pressure of just like, oh my God, what are they going to do next? Because this movie subverted all expectations of what would typically happen in a Hollywood production. If that makes sense. Mm, Okay. 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 So I'm with uh, you. Let's kind of back it up a little bit. We watched Project X, uh, which is not the film about a a high school party uh, that came out a few years ago. And it's not a film from the 1960s. This is the 1987 Project X, uh, directed by Jonathan Kaplan, uh, written by Lawrence Lasker and Stanley Weiser, and starring none other than Matthew Broderick and Helen Hunt. There's somebody else in there. Uh, William Sadler as well. Um, is that the, the other? That was the. Uh, that's death from Bill yeah, and Ted. Yeah. Yeah. William yeah. Sadler. Is death. <laughs> I was like, I was like, yep, yeah, there's somebody else there. Um, also, uh, you know, for our listeners, the main Marine from Avatar. He's in it. And oh, what's I his name again? I, you know, I actually. Stephen Lang. Stephen Lang. Yeah. yeah Stephen Lang. He's I in. can't tell you who he was in this movie, though. I, I now know who he was. Now that, was I, he? that I was watching it, I was like, Man, Is he the cowboy hat? He was the cowboy hat. Okay, that's what I assumed. I've never seen Avatar, so I have no clue what the hell you're talking about. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> I do like that's the, the movie, but yeah. That's fine. the one with the airbenders. No, not that one. Right. With the airbending. Nah, not that one. Okay, Cora. Got it. All not right. That one so anyway. Um yeah, so William Sattler kind of plays the bad guy uh throughout it um yeah let's all right let's just kind of describe what this movie is because it kind of broke my mind quite a bit um oh did it it broke your mind yeah Yeah, quite a bit multiple times uh so this movie um, made me question all my choices yeah no i get that um and hopefully it made the cast question their choices, but we all know that one's a stone cold killer and probably never made him question his choices. I was really so, hoping that it wasn't going to happen <laughs> and you, you, you shoehorned it in, you brought it back. Oh, I'll, I'll be bringing it up multiple times in today's episode that Matthew Broderick murdered people. So with that, let's discuss um, project X. Um, it starts with a chimpanzee being captured at the beginning of a film uh, at the beginning of the film and then sold to someone in a cage in some like jungle area. And then this guy sells it to a college. And then Helen Hunt is trying to teach this chimpanzee uh, Virgil Mm -hmm. um, sign language and the art of sign language. So we're already kind of getting some Congo vibes from here. Hell yeah, Um, we are. Uh, so she's teaching the, the, the chimp sign language. Um, then Jean Smart shows up for like two seconds mm-hmm. and, um, and she's all like, nope, uh, your grant didn't go through. We got to sell, sell the chimp and we're going to, we're going to sell it to a zoo, but they don't, they sell oh, it they to, uh, the military, um, and, uh, the air force specifically. And uh, that's where we meet uh, a young Matthew Broderick, uh, fresh off of Ferris Bueller. Yep. Um, and I, I'm still under the impression that this is a Teen Wolf situation, that um, 
you know, like how the movie Teen Wolf was filmed years before Back to the Future came out, but then Back to the Future was a big hit. And so like everyone was like, hey, what's that movie that we had on the shelf? Um, let's go put that out because now we can make money. I feel like I this was the thing. Oh, yeah. I feel like this is kind of the same situation here where they're like, hey, you know what? We could probably put that Broderick kid that was in that big movie with the, the Donka Shane. And uh, we could that big movie know. with the Donka Shane. Yeah, that's how everyone describes it. Yeah, that's how, uh, that, that's how they describe Ferris Bueller. Yeah. Also, by the way, Teen Wolf is a pretty fantastic movie. Oh, I love Teen Wolf, but it's very much so a low-budget film. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. So it's a a little odd to see him go from, like, Back to the Future to Teen Wolf kind of thing. You know what I mean? Like, Teen Wolf is definitely a low-budget film. Teen Wolf is 1985. When's Back to the Future? Also, nineteen eighty-five. Oh, look at that! So, I really think that they they waited, and then they're just like, "All right, let's 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 throw it out there." Um, I wish we watched Teen Wolf. Oh, I wish we watched Teen Wolf too. All right, so uh, not Teen Wolf two. I want to watch Teen Wolf (laughs) two. You know what, though? You know what? Yeah, I wish we had watched Teen Wolf two over this. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, You know what? Accurate. uh, Right. At least Jason Bateman didn't murder anyone. So. Let's get into this. Um, so Matthew Broderick uh, uh, gets like de- demoted at at the flight academy, Air Force. Yeah, he's because, in the Air Force. Uh, yeah, he gets demoted because uh, he he stole a plane to impress a impress a lady. Oh, so he's like Hal Jordan in the eight. Yeah, they really try to play him up as that, and he he's got like a bomber jacket, and it says like King Louie on the back. Get it? Because that's you know, Jungle Book. Um, yeah, they really try to play him as like a Hal Jordan type kind of ace pilot. That's like really good. But we never once see him fly. Nope. Um, and you so see him they, fly, but we'll get there. that's true. Yeah. So they demote him uh, because of being a jerk. And uh, they're all like, well, you know, your father was a great pilot and all this stuff. They never really go into it, but apparently like he's just coasting on that his dad was in the air force as well. Which does the, that's not how that would work. I I'm not in the air force. I don't know. But like in any, in any sort of scenario, like that, that's not how that should work, especially in like it's a branch of the military. Sh- like that's right. Not- it's not how it should work, but I assume that people higher ups get their kids in. Yeah, I guess. But like, you got to fly planes. <laughs> right, but he's he's clearly good at it if he can steal one. But we never see uh, whatever. That's true. Okay, so uh, he's sent to go work in a portion of the Air Force, which is a top secret like research facility, where they're teaching chimps to use a flight simulation yeah. uh, program, which looks very similar to Superman sixty four. <laughs> so that said, That's in nineteen eighty seven. Those are some pretty damn good graphics. So. Oh, yeah, you know what? Yeah, accurate. Yeah. I mean, they've got like a decade before flying through rings. Um, so he starts forming friendships with the chimps. He realizes uh, that Virgil is there, uh, the one that Helen Hunt was teaching to teach sign language. This is where Virgil ended up. So Matthew Broderick uh, figures out that Virgil's using sign language so he starts to learn it himself to communicate 
and then he becomes like really good friends with all the chimps and starts naming all of them like before that they were all just you chimp know, numbers one, yeah chimp two you know he gives them names like goofy and goofy bluebeard bluebeard uh, bluebeard was awesome though i did like bluebeard i i you know yeah we'll get there again but uh to um kind of describe this these are real chimps these are not um oh, yeah, puppets. No animatronic these are not people in costumes there's nothing animatronic this is not amy um unfortunately these, these are real chimps so there's moments that are really kind of cringeworthy because of what they're putting these actual animals into i got a lot of shockma vibes from this oh but yeah clearly worse things were going on because of how many chimps were in this movie um they had at least what what would you say like like from like wide shots i would say like at least like 15 chimps yeah at least 15 there had to be that's what i was thinking like 10 or 15 yeah i mean it was it was quite a bit um so yeah so uh matthew broderick uh jimmy is his name in the film uh the friends virgil and learns that he's speaking sign language and Jimmy does so well with training of the chimps and training them how to use the flight simulator that he gets um, promoted. Um, And it's then revealed that they're placing the chimps into a flight simulator in a room that has like a nuclear. It's uh, got a, a, like a, yeah, they, they, they hit them with radiation. Yeah, that's what it is. Thank you. Um, to see how long a pilot would be able to fly before dying of the radiation. Ugh. Um, God, it hurts. This movie's only 108 minutes long. No way. There's no way it was only 108 minutes. This movie There's felt no like, like... I felt like we were the... watching it for like four hours. Felt, yeah, like it was like a miniseries. Um so they they hit the chimps with radiation it kills the chimps matthew broderick gets like super upset about it um so he but here's so here's like the crazy he doesn't do anything like he pretty yeah. much just like this is bad <laughs> yeah like like man this is bad i'm just gonna keep working here though because i'm in the military and i have to follow order right because he, he really wants to go fly planes again yeah but like man Right. So this is it's so it gets I, really I dark, understand. really fast. Yeah. Here's what I don't understand. And I and I haven't understood this since we watched the movie. Like uh-huh. that doctor, you know, William Sadler's uh, character. Death. Yeah. Yeah. De- basically death. <laughs> death for well, chimps. He is death. He um. is death. Um, like after the first, I would say even after the first two times doing this experiment because obviously they've done it more than more than once already. right after the first two times okay don't you think hmm yeah radiation murders chimps it's gonna well, do that, the same thing like that was the whole point the whole point was to see how long a pilot could fly within radiation and keep their uh their focus on the plane because the whole thing was to to test them for if they were flying into Russia during World War Three, essentially, and if nuclear bombs had gone off, if our boys could get to the Kremlin in time to nuke them back, essentially. But after doing it like two or three times, you would have. You should that. have an answer. Yes, I totally agree. That data should have been compiled. That was it. The data's done. And, 
and Broderick brings up a point later on, and he's just like, well, the difference is, is that these chimps don't know that they're flying through radiation you're, ex- you're exposing them to, whereas a human pilot would know that, and it would change the trajectory completely. So within one sentence, he completely dismantles this entire project. Like, yeah. yeah, 100%. He dismantles the entire thing. No one else brought that up ever? Nobody else was smart enough. No. So, yeah. So, so um, he he becomes scared. Uh, Broderick becomes scared because Virgil's up next to, to be the next chimp. So he looks up and sees where Virgil was originally. And so we haven't seen her in over an hour of the film's runtime. Helen Hunt shows back up. Yeah. And like, the movie just completely forgot. Um. That's why and, uh, I, I said I kept making the joke like it would be hilarious if like Helen Hunt showed up and then she didn't show up for the rest of the film. Or there's a scene where Matthew Broderick actually calls her because he figures out that's where right. the chimp came from. He calls her in like the it was like the middle of the night, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. She mm-hmm. was asleep. He calls her in the middle of the night and he talks about, hey, we have a mutual friend, Virgil, blah, blah, blah. And. Uh, that's it. And I thought yeah, he doesn't I, like. He's not like asking her for help or anything or anything like no, this. He's just no. like, and then she gets super angry because she's like, whoa, 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 whoa. Why is he in the air force? He's supposed to go to the zoo. Yep. And, and he's all like, lady, I don't know. And then she's very mad about him. Nice. Very good. Yep. <laughs> I knew that was going to happen, but very yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, <laughs> um, Helen Hunt, uh, then tracks down uh Jimmy Jimmy Matthew Broderick um tracks him down to the air force cuz apparently she's just smarter than everyone else in this film and uh kind of finds out what's happening but then like Broderick doesn't do anything at this point to like go and save Virgil like he's just going to go through with it like bring Virgil into this chamber to go get right. murdered so he brings him in. He gets everything. Oh, no, he doesn't. He 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 backs out and then death decides that he's just going to bring him in because there's like a, a board that's looking at uh, the experiment today. Yep. And um, so he he brings Virgil down to the chamber and everything. But then Broderick breaks into the, the board meeting and explains, you know, this doesn't make any sense. And they're all like, yeah, whatever. We'll we'll do this later. Let's just go get food. So, like, even the board members that Death is showing this to don't give a fuck. Correct. Like, they're just kind of like, okay, cool. Yeah, it's an experiment where we kill chimps. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, they're like, I'm we're really, down this. really, really confused as to what this movie's, like, plot is at this point. Well, it's like... Other who, than who, to who, the Air Force is terrible. Like, who is this for? What is this movie for? Who is it catering to? Like, what is the... What is right. what is this? Like I get it, government bad, right? right. Like that's so, what they're they're doing. Right. So Jimmy gets uh his his uh badge stripped from him and and he's no longer working there anymore. He's demoted further again. Uh because of him breaking into the the group meeting. So then later that night he decides he's going to go break in and 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 save Virgil with Helen Hunt. Um but by the time they get there and they break in, Virgil's already like staging a coup. Yep. with all the other chimps like he's taught them all to speak uh, not speak but like to sign 
um and they've built like a giant like tower leading up to like a window outside so he's just trying to break it open so i mean if matthew broderick hadn't shown up they probably would have escaped just fine yeah 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 uh-huh yeah they would so so matthew broderick shows up and everything and and they the the bad guys capture helen hunt outside she's waiting for him outside and uh but here's like the other crazy thing like <laughs> He just walks in. <laughs> yeah, like he, he just walks in. It's fine, whatever. But there, like, here's a couple of the other things here, right? This movie, uh, this movie doesn't. And I kept saying this when we were watching it, like it does not follow the beats that it should. No, 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 no. You thought like as soon as he discovers the program and what it is, you think like, oh, he's gonna go and like break out Virgil, and then the rest of the film is them on the run, kind of thing, which would have made sense. Like it, it would right. have made sense for that beat to happen. Like he calls Helen Hunt. Like, oh, cool. Maybe they even kept in him just calling her. Like, I don't know what what to do. I'm just calling you to let you know. And then, right. sure, whatever. Like they could have left that. And then she finds him, and that's where they hatch the plan to do it. Like these are the beats that the movie should have followed, and yet it doesn't. It doesn't. It's all. just like it seems like nonsensical for the two humans to even be there at this point. Right. There's even a moment where like death is like saying, like, I don't take joy in killing these animals or whatever. Yes, but like we just Oh, he clearly does, but he says it. And so like there's 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 like they're trying to like justify all these things, but they're the ones bringing up all these problems. <laughs> yeah. Doesn't make any sense. Um so uh Broderick and Hunt get get caught and the chimps start like going crazy throughout the the facility and mm-hmm. they start breaking things and one of the bigger chimps uh goes into the chamber where the um nuclear thing is um radiation vibe i don't know um and uh, like break, yeah it breaks the radiation chamber essentially and and we're going into a full-on like through mile island kind of situation now um but thankfully due to broderick learning uh sign language he's able to sign to the chimp to but it wasn't even the sign language that did it no it really wasn't it, it, but eventually the the one chimp sacrifices himself to save everyone essentially yeah um, exactly and then broderick hunt and three chimps get into a plane three chimps out of the 15 right get into a plane and they start up on the runway, yep. but then uh, they're hit with suppressant fire from the Air Force like that shoot at them. So they get out of the plane and Broderick and Hunt like are taken out of the plane. But the guards just leave the three chimps in there. Four chimps, three chimps, four chimps. It, it, was, it was like four. Three or four, but supposedly they didn't know that they were in there. That's what it seemed like. It seemed like, yeah, those people didn't know. Right. So then Virgil gets into the cockpit and starts flying the plane. Because he was at this point. Right. And at this point. I I was like, what the fuck? So we now have a plane going up into the air with like four chimps who were never taught how to land a plane. Nope. And so they start flying. This is in Florida, by the way, which. Now that I've said that, it all makes sense. Uh, start flying. And so like the, the Air Force is like, well, we can't shoot it down. And I'm like, well, I'm a little confused why they're not 
going to shoot it down. I'm glad that they're not, but holy shit. Um, so eventually it's discovered that the plane crash lands in uh, the wetlands. In the Everglades, was it? Was the, the Everglades, yeah. Everglades? Um, Which they probably would have been eaten by an alligator, but you know. Right, right. Or eaten by someone that lives out there. So, <laughs> sorry. So, um, so the plane crashes there, and then, like the the end of the movie is them like looking for the chimps with with the Air Force, but the Air Force can't find them. But then like Broderick like looks over to like the left, and there they are, just like sitting there, pretty much being like, "Oh hey, what's up?" And uh, Broderick and Hunter are like they're in their new home now, and then they just like leave. And I'm like, funny. no, that is not their environment. <laughs> like, oh, no. What's like completely destroyed the ecosystem. Um, what's also funny is like the Air Force is not going to arrest Hunter Broderick at all, because if the story gets out. <laughs> right. Exactly. So they're just, they're just yeah. like cool with letting them go, go away. And like, no, nah, if we arrest them and the story gets out, I mean, the story could still get out. So there's a scene. <laughs> where when the chimps are taking over the facility, they throw William Sadler like behind a desk. And in that scene, Sadler's foot hits the head of a chimp. Oh, yep. And it totally like, like the chimp is like clocked and doesn't realize what the fuck just what happened. And at that point I was like, I fucking hate this movie. <laughs> like I, I did not care for it beforehand. But like that one really hurt where I was just like, oh, my God, these they literally just showed us a human being hitting a chimp on camera. Um, So, yeah, there, there's a lot. The music in this film. So weird. It sounds like like the Halloween theme Yep. at some points, but then other points, it's just like not. I don't know. Uh, I also thought it was kind of odd, though, that uh, Matthew Broderick was able to teach chimps how to fly a plane when he doesn't know how to fucking drive a car. Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) Just going to keep going. You're just going to keep on going. He's a goddamn murderer. Oh, yes, we know. We are aware. We're all aware of the murdering. (laughs) Okay. Well, that said... um, can I ask you something? Uh, no. How much do you think the budget was on this film? I looked it up already. Oh, okay. How much was it, Joe? It was stupid amounts of money. $18 million. $18 million dollars is insane. Did you look up to see how much the box office was? I saw the opening weekend in the USA. Yeah, it was $3,309.90. Uh, $309,985. <laughs> yeah, it uh, it made overall $21 million. <laughs> Yeah, and the cumulative, it was over 21 million, which, sure, why not? <laughs> so, yeah. Um, uh, controversy with this film, and this is from Wikipedia, but I thought this was interesting. Um, and I was reading this while we were watching it. Oh. And it totally makes sense as well is that uh, the film's producers were accused of animal cruelty, and that Bob Barker and the United Activists for animal rights and the American Humane Association were consulted during production, but they did file. Oh, oh, sorry. By Bob Barker and the United Activists for Animal Rights accused the production of animal cruelty, but the American Humane Association, which consulted during production, filed for a 10 million defamation lawsuit 
arguing that the animal cruelty claims were based on hearsay. In 1994, Bob's Barker's objections, his insurance company settled for a lawsuit of 300000 So not only did this $18 million film bomb, these guys were trying to get another $10 million out of Bob Barker. <laughs> uh, Well, I mean, they needed it. Clearly, that's what I'm saying. Um, Like they needed the money from Bob Barker. They should have just went on prices, right? Yes. I'm a little confused at the critical reception of this film. Um, It's got a 75 on Rotten Tomatoes. That's insane. Is there something we're just missing about this movie that like. I feel like there's something we're missing about this movie that. Other people this are. Is, this is a hard movie to watch. I agree. Um, like I, I just did not like this movie. Uh, I will say that I do like that on both IMDb and in the film itself that the headlining cast was the names of the actual chimps. No, I mean that's fantastic. Because <laughs> uh, they did a lot more acting than anyone else in this film. Oh, you mean like how often just. Uh, Matthew Broderick just looks confused. Oh, ninety percent of this film is just him staring at like different places and like staring up or staring, you know. Right. I just, but how it's got seventy five percent, so I feel like there's just something we're missing. There's something that we're missing. There has to be. I'm gonna go with no. I'm gonna go that they're wrong and we're right. Maybe there's not something though, because so think about this: seventy-five percent on Rotten Tomatoes, but that's only on account of twenty. Okay, mm, that's true. User audience score is fifty-five percent on users of eight thousand seven hundred and seventy-one. Fifty-five is still pretty high, but it's also that's way up. too high for this movie. Yeah, um, think about how many how many reviews that is though. There's over, you know, there's almost nine thousand reviews. Yeah. Um. So looking at Jonathan Kaplan, who's the director of this film, um, he hasn't really done much else. A lot of music videos, um, John Cougar Mellencamp and Rod Stewart, um, which I'm surprised that he did music videos. And then the music in this movie is terrible. Goddamn awful. Yeah, it's, it's awful. Um, he uh, uh, he did that that classic classic film uh, Broke Down Palace. Do you remember that? No. With Claire Danes and Kate Beckinsale, and they're like in prison. Mm-mm. Um, I forgot where they were in oh, in Thailand, and then like they he got sued over that, I think, too, for how they depicted Thailand. Yikes. Um, so there's that. Uh, <laughs> what else? How much? That was in 1999, by the way. Um, yeah, these are just real bad. Real bad, real bad stuff, Jonathan Kaplan. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. And I, like, I'm having trouble also like picking, I don't know, like picking something that would actually be considered like a good portion of this of this movie. Really? Like, yeah, I like, mean the chip. The chimp was extremely adorable. The, oh yes, yeah, the chimp was very adorable. The was there a love story between Helen Hunt and Matthew Broderick there? Like, did that come to fruition? Like, I we was don't. Was there? 
Was I don't there know. I, I don't know. I think if there was a thing, she probably couldn't look past the fact that he murdered someone. All right, we did it. We got it. <laughs> we got it, dude. It's there. We get it. Jesus Christ, man. I, just, I love how much it like gets a rise out of you, though. <laughs> we get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we all get it. <laughs> I'm just, you know, honestly, I'm looking at the, I'm trying to look at these reviews, too. Uh-huh. I'm just trying to see what the rotten people, like what the people on the rotten side of things are saying. Hmm. The director, Jonathan Kaplan, lays on the animal antics without stint. It's a one ring circus. The way he tugs at our sympathy for the poor, smart beasts may remind you of a house pet scratching away for attention. Hmm. Okay. First of all, the fact that they're saying poor, smart beast. Yes. Cool. That was the New York Times. <laughs> and the Christian Science Monitor. Uh, Matthew Broderick is likable, but unexciting in this likable, but unexciting movie. <laughs> <laughs> That's fantastic. That's a great review from the. From I'm the, uh, I'm so DFM. sorry. I just I just want to bring something up uh, to our, our dear listeners that uh, if they're listening to this and they're, they're a little bit confused. Uh, Matthew Broderick did not murder people until after this film was released. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> I just wanted to make sure I had the timeline correct. Yeah, yeah, you just um, make sure. Yeah. But all I can say, you know, I don't know. I don't know, man. Very. It's rough. This was rough. Um, it also, you know, seeing Planet of the Apes and Planet of the Apes, I'm sure exists in this movie universe of Project X. You're, you shouldn't be teaching the apes had to fly planes. You just don't do oh, it. Yeah. And like the fact that they ha- were like having like an uprising as well. Right. I got vibes of Planet of the Apes. Well, the music. Oh, that's. Speaking oh, of- yeah, 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 yeah. Go there was the music. So they all the apes get let loose and they're they're starting to cause havoc in the uh, in the Air Force base that's there where all the experiments are like going on. Breaking glass and they're stuff too. Glass and they're Which made me feel even more like paranoid of like, oh my God, these oh, yeah. poor animals. These guys are going to get hurt. Unless it was sugar glass to which it should be not as bad, but still bad. Still bad. But they're, you know, they're breaking stuff. But when they get out, they start playing these drums. Mm-hmm. The drums are just like really going and holy crap. This is a Planet of the Apes song. Like this is a a instrumental yeah. from Planet of the Apes. Definitely, that's what they were going for. And then it starts to get goofy, and they start playing like weird, goofy. Like, oh wait, is this supposed to be a comedy? No. Is this supposed to be a a, a drama about the government? <laughs> eh, maybe. Is this supposed to be a romantic romantic movie between Helen Hunt and Matthew Broderick? But there's chimps there. Who knows? There's just. <laughs> A lot of things happening, and they like. I feel like they didn't know where to go. They didn't know what beats to hit. They didn't know, you know, like, oh, well, I want this movie to be this. Yeah, but we got to have this in it. Do you? Yeah, there was a lot of weird choices, but you know, it definitely bridged our gap for Planet of the Apes in there. Oh yeah, um, I do. I want to read something. Uh, I want to read the poster. Okay, go for okay. it. Okay, so the poster kind of give 
give you a brief idea of what this is. Um, it's just a large photo of Matthew Broderick smiling yep. with his name up top. And then the name of the film underneath, like kind of low and, and, and the silhouette of him holding a chimp's hands. Yep. And then we've got a paragraph. <laughs> there a paragraph on there? When the Air Force assigned Jimmy Garrett to a top secret project, he didn't know what he was in for. Neither did they. Project X, following orders, isn't the only way to become a hero. Oh, boy. <laughs> How do we market this film? Well, I don't know. How about we give them at least three the sentences? Entire, let's put the entire plot uh, <laughs> on there. Uh, it does and it doesn't. Also, the name Project X, like infers that like maybe like they're experimenting on the chimps in a different kind of way yes it does also the poster kind of makes it seem that way too with the light yeah i was thinking we were getting like from the from the from the poster i thought we were getting kind of like a mall rats kind of vibe Mm. like suzanne they uh man you know (laughs) like this if if you really wanted to you could have easily like taken scenes from this recut Mm. it and then put the music and the probably the trailer stuff for the new Planet of the Apes with James Franco. <laughs> oh, okay. I was gonna say you could oh, no, recut it Franco. and then not Franco, uh, Tim Burton. I'm sorry, the Tim Burton. Okay, I was gonna say you could cut it and, and repurpose it using only goofy sound effects from like Dunstan checks in, but <laughs> oh man, you could do that too. But I would say more so the uh, the stuff from yeah. the Tim Burton one, just to keep it in line with the with Planet of the Apes. You know they have another poster with an, with another tagline on it. Oh, what is it? Please tell me. It just says Matthew Broderick, Project X. Together they fought the Air Force. <laughs> Wait, no. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That but the what? Oh wait, there's another one. There's another one. There's yeah, there's another... one with Helen Hunt. Oh no, uh... no, 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 this one doesn't have Helen Hunt. They have one with a confused Matthew Broderick. Two jets. <laughs> oh, I see that one. That's good. Following orders isn't the only way to become a hero. I like the one with Helen Hunt, and it's got uh, a little blurb on the bottom. Um, and it says, the perfect film. Heartwarming and heart-wrenching. A 10-plus from Gary Franklin of ABC TV. Okay. Um, I got in. Whoa. This is a collector's item, by the way. What is uh, Project X on DVD goes for forty nine twenty nine on Amazon. That's disgusting. <laughs> the VHS tape is only eighteen ninety eight. Um, How dare they? Here we go. But you can watch it on Cinemax. Yeah, I love. Okay, so there's a poster for the Japanese one. I don't know if you saw yeah. it. No. Uh, if you go onto IMDb, and I know this isn't going to help our listeners, but listeners, please by all means. Look up the Japanese <laughs> poster for Project X because it is ridiculous. You got to see on. this thing, man. Like you got to look at it. Is it, it like a work of art? We'll we'll post this as a yeah. Our, we got to post it as our a, Instagram because it's got a weird image. Oh, I see it now. Virgil sniffing his finger. <laughs> He's sniffing his finger inside the the uh, star and the stripes for the yeah and flag or like the Air Force. A couple of jets are photoshopped in there. Or I guess 1987 Photoshop wasn't a thing. Whatever software, whatever they would use. And just like a weird cutout of Matthew Broderick and Helen Hunt. More like like Mad About You, Helen Hunt. In the back. Yeah, because like she's like, I don't even think she's wearing pants. 
It does not look like she is she's wearing pants. No. Right. So it's clearly like like a romance film kind of cut of Helen Hunt. Oh like, no, she is she you, no, that's her other hand. Her shirt is just oh, it is her other hand. that's just her other hand. Okay. I, I but it definitely to... looks like more of like a romance film just from that. It does. It looks more of a romance film, but there's also a chimp sniffing his finger up in the top. Right, that's what I said, a romance film. <laughs> This is is a thing, man. This is this is a thing. Okay, like here we go. Where do we go? Ready? Yeah. What's up? Um. (laughs) Sorry, I'm on Amazon right now looking at customer reviews of this film. Oh, nice. Um, nice. One star. A very dissatisfied customer. November eighth. 2020 so not too long ago yeah not not long at all the disc of project x was missing i bought it with the understanding that both disc would be in there my son was very disappointed when he opened it up for his birthday to see it was not in there oh that's that's actually kind of sad it's sad but it's also like also what (laughs) why did your son love this so much He's very confused. (laughs) Only 4% of the reviewers, though, of this movie on out of 222 are one star. Oh, I know. I only give it one star. Yeah. And one of those one stars is because the movie wasn't in there. And one was because it was scratched. Yeah. Wrong movie. (laughs) Wrong movie. Gave it to a friend who liked it. Would have been nice had I had. Have I been foretold that couldn't play them in Australia? Man, wow. Nope, nope. You gotta you gotta re reread that. It's failure told. <laughs> oh yeah. Yep, failure told. Would have been, Would have been nice if I had been failure told, couldn't play them in comma in Australia. <laughs> also, the name of this review is also failure. So they meant to say failure told. Yep. But like a lot of these reviews, like uh, this rating doesn't reflect the story in the film. It reflects the story behind the film. Right. Like, so people are, people actually legitimately like this movie. I, I don't. Is there something yeah, I'm trying to. I know. I, I, again, I think it's them. They're, they're the ones that are wrong. We're right. But there's a lot. Well, listeners, if you enjoyed the film Project X, uh, the 1987 Project X starring, uh, Helen Hunt, William Sadler, and murderer Matthew Broderick. Let us know and kind of, you know, let us know what what we're missing here. Is it... Um, There's something that we're... Rose-tinted glasses? Is it love of Helen Hunt? I, I, don't, I don't know. <laughs> I love Helen um, Hunt. I do. I actually really like Helen Hunt. I think Helen two Hunt... Other... I name two other films. movies but i actually enjoy i used to enjoy the show well, i like i like mad about you yeah so um, like i actually like helen hunt i think helen hunt is- as, as soon as we started watching this movie i was like joe that that chimps played by paul riser yep and we both actually were thinking the same <laughs> um uh by no, the way I, i've I, always i've always liked mad about you but um we, we need to get this woman's grandson on the show uh from this review bought it from my grandson as he really likes monkeys and apes He's never seen this film and he would love it, but it's not to be as it's not compatible with any of our DVD players. 
Oh. See, that's heart-wrenching. That's a lot more heart-wrenching than the film itself. Oh, yeah, yeah. But like, and when you okay. get customers who watch also watch this item, you get, you know, Police Academy Six. That was the other thing too. I was watching it on Cinemax, and right after it, it was like, "All right, you just finished up Project X. Here's Police Academy Three. <laughs> yeah, I'm like um, there's also Planet of the Apes is on there, and Battle for the Planet of the Apes, Police Academy Five. Yeah, a lot of weird. Okay, uh, I like this review from 2016. Um, four stars if like Matt Broderick if like Matt Broderick Helen Hunt and clean family fun I'm sorry and a clean family film that speaks to our treatment of animals you will enjoy this film I have seen it many times and always enjoy viewing great actors in early roles Uh (laughs) (laughs) uh-huh so yeah uh, I I think no way did Mad About You keep going on until 2019. They did a revival series, yeah. They did? Yeah, kind of like how like Will and Grace and... X-Files um, and all that? X-Files and all that. Yeah, they did a like a one-season revival of Mad About You. It I'm, did not look good. I'm honestly... I'm, <laughs> I'm looking up like Helen Hunt, right? So like Twister. I do like... Right. Oh, of course, yeah. But um, can we bring up a problem with Mad About You? Yeah, what's up? Okay. This is a little bit off topic, but no, it's not. It's got Helen Hunt. We're talking to Helen Hunt here. Okay. It was revealed that Paul and Mad About You mm-hmm. was Kramer's landlord in Seinfeld. Wait, what? Yet, oh yeah, because they're all one connected universe. Um, really? Be, yeah. Um, and Phoebe's sister from Friends, Ursula. Mm-hmm. Was also, I think, Paul's ex in Mad About You. What? Yeah. Um, my problem is, is that there's an episode of Mad About You where they want to go meet Seinfeld because they're fans of his, yet he knows Kramer. Yep. <laughs> so he shouldn't. They should know. <laughs> Well, if you... So does that mean that is Kramer a character on the show? But wait a minute, hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> give me, give me a second here. Hold on. <laughs> yeah, I'm waiting. I'm waiting. If if Paul also if it's the same universe, Kramer wouldn't he be the landlord of Seinfeld? No. Well? So what happened was is that he paid for the apartment in full and then just lets Kramer live there essentially. Ah, so you subletting is what you're saying. Yeah. But I think for free, cause it's Kramer. Uh, hmm. Hmm. So, I mean, then essentially he <laughs> may have not known Jerry Seinfeld because Seinfeld, no, but they knew Seinfeld because of the Seinfeld TV show. Yeah, but Se- from the TV show or because he, cause he plays a comedian in Seinfeld. Are you sure it's from right? The TV but show? no, it was because of the TV show. That's then strange. That doesn't right. It's oh. kind of like a wait, that wait Law a and Order guy. That's in everything. But wait a minute, then Seinfeld in the show Seinfeld, they're trying to make a show about nothing, which ends up getting picked up. No, it, it, it only the pilot, and then it never gets. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Huh. Air. I've I've rewatched Seinfeld multiple times. Um, I only went through it one time. 
I used to watch it every day after school. Um, well, then we've got ourselves a problem, don't we? I think we do. And I think it all kind of goes back to Project X. Project X. Um, <laughs> I Up there in the blue yonder, something is about to happen. Oh, God. What a, what a journey. Well, I, I, I've got really nothing else left to uh, to say in regards to this. I'm surprised we, we filled almost a full episode. I mean, um, I'm not. There were, it was it, there was a lot happening and nothing at the same time. There was a lot and nothing at the same time. There's so little. Like the substance is just not there right. and it's, you know. Right. Well, listeners, um, next week or our next episode i mean we are going to be moving back into planet of the apes territory with tim burton's planet of the apes yeah so it'll be a little bit of a different format from what we typically do but i think it'll be a lot of fun uh i'm very much not looking forward to it but you know whatever but i uh, <laughs> i know oh, you are oh, you know what i do have one more thing I have one more thing before we wrap this bad boy up. You can't even begin to tell me that this was better than Congo. Yeah, that's what I thought. You stay quiet. So we really would like to give a huge shout out. (laughs) (laughs) Huge shout out to uh, Louis Aronowitz for providing us with our stellar theme song. Um, you can book Louie at his website, louieronowitz.com. It is in our info. Um, guys, you can always follow us online. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram. I'm at Major Plot Flaw. A lot of pictures of a cat. Joe? Yeah, really shut you up with that Congo one. You can uh, you can follow me on Instagram. <laughs> Two different accounts. Uh, you can follow me at Voices by Joe or at Mr. J831 put that in the notes just in case a lot of, a lot of artwork going on nice. on the, uh, on the at Mr. J 31. Uh, you can, okay, also yeah, follow... I'll have to update that. Yeah. <laughs> so... we, yeah we, have to, we have to update that one. Okay. Uh, you can also follow us at pod planet of apes on both Twitter and Instagram. That's correct. Um, so yeah, hopefully, you know, follow us there. Uh, give us recommendations or suggestions for films that you want us to watch or television or anything chimp, ape related uh we're always looking for more stuff um we want reviews too i want to i want to yeah reviews give us a review we'll give we'll give you so many shout outs uh that you'll you'll have to wear earmuffs (laughs) with that joe as always why don't we take it away with our classic catchphrase so i'm the new lord of the apes That's is that a line from the movie? It is actually. It is. It is. Uh, it is a line said by uh, Matthew Broderick's character. I really thought you were going to go with like, life moves pretty fast. If you don't stop to look around once in a while, you can miss it. Nope. I went with Arm <laughs> Lord of the Apes. I could have also just said, "Let's get the hell out of here." Did they say that? Yep. <laughs> wow, I don't remember. Um, Or like the classic, I'm Matthew Broderick and I'm a murderer.